Welcome to CTN, CIO Talk Network, with your host, Sanjo Gall. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are strictly those of the host, guests, and callers. Now, here's Sanjo Gall. Hello, and welcome to this segment on CTN. To learn more, please visit CIOTalkNetwork.com. And the topic for today is Building a Winning Digital Culture. So we've seen when organizations are trying to use uh, digital disruption and digital transformation to their benefit, while they get started, but there are many cases reported where there is a lack of transparency, there is siloed thinking, there is many times even lack of vision, and there is an issue with the openness to the experimentation which we must do to maximize what we can get out of digital. Now, with that said, there must be a way for us to be able to reset and rethink and rebuild a culture that would be the most conducive one for making sure we get the most success for digital endeavors. Now, that means we have to go ahead and have the leaders think big and they have to take risks and all people in the organization should be informed and engaged and empowered. That's a tall order lot is required, but how do you make this all happen? To discuss this, I have with me today Swagat Datta. Swagat is the country head, country IT head and the CIO with DP Worldwide. Hey, Swagat, how are you? Hey, hi, I'm fine, thanks, Ajok. Welcome to the show. And so let's talk about this topic by setting the stage and, and let's get started with the very cultural attributes that you feel we should have and which are critical for getting success in the digital realm? Yeah. So, Sanjo, yeah. thanks for setting up the context. So, I think, uh, as you have rightly mentioned, uh, that, you know, we need to have uh, the culture right before we get into this digital journey because as a, as there's a very strong proverb that says that culture eats strategy for breakfast. And uh, you, you can design and define the best of the best strategies, but if the culture is not set properly, then, uh, you know, it goes everywhere. So having said that, yes, of course, uh, there is a big change management that needs to happen if you decide to get into the digital journey. And for that, we need to have uh, change leaders and cross-functional teams set up uh, who are having that mindset to bring in the change and bring in the culture that would uh, adopt the digital strategy or lay out the foundation for the digital transformation. Now, when you say, uh, when, when you talk about the culture, you know, culture is a, is a rather elusive word for many. Yeah. And and yeah. culture could mean, or rather, it could keep changing. It's like a living organism, which could change with yeah. what you do, not do, what you say or not say, what you envision or not envision. So there's so many things that can yeah. uh, impact it. So if you were to take your own playbook or your own cookbook for a culture, let's use the word cookbook here yeah. because you're trying to make it like a recipe, what would you yeah. say you would consider are the internal and external factors which prevent us from building the right kind of cultural attributes, some of them which you also mentioned in your previous response, 
and and how do you yeah. what what prevents you from introducing them in the organizations so there are a couple of things sanjok uh, and the sole piece of uh, digital transformation so there has to be an aspect of innovation there has to be an aspect of digital orientation there has to be an aspect of agility uh, meaningful insights and future orientation and above all what's in there for me is a major question that has been asked within the organization when you try to do uh, digital transformation or for that matter any transformation what's in there for me or what's in there for the specific employee who's going to contribute towards this journey so having said that so we need to understand okay fine if while they're laying down uh, the digital transformation strategy so there is an element which is going to be attributing towards the success of this change and that is the people aspect so are they skillful enough to take up this challenge uh, do they perceive this to be you know uh, a benefit for their day to day work as well as benefiting their customers to the end of this uh, do they have that uh, receptive mindset are they agile enough and do are, are they forward thinking so these are a couple of insights that uh, actually should be taken care while we do this uh, digital transformation strategy so when you when you are looking at the culture the way you've seen in your organization and maybe in the previous organizations or generally as you see across organizations have people been yeah. able to come up with so called a recipe their own recipe though to actually make a yeah. dent in it because most people say they struggle with building a culture you will literally go into a room of 50 or 100 people hardly one or two will actually claim that yes we have built the culture which is going to pave the foundation of a strong digital future yeah so yes we did that and uh, with my previous organization i can share some experiences so while we had uh, coined the term that we are getting into the digital journey now and you know there is a new way of working that is going to be adopted within the organization so we saw very fair responses coming in from the teams within the organization what what we did different was we tied up with some of the good uh, schools over there because uh, within the organization we felt that you know people were used to a, def- a, a definite kind of work or a pattern that they used to follow to do their day to day work most of it used to be manual some of it used to be in system then uh, someone used to sit and do certain reconciliation for from the finance perspective from the hr perspective and uh, also from the procurement side of it so what we realized is uh, we would like to get in some external ideas as well so that we try to get in some fresh ideas from some of the external stakeholders so instead of going ahead with the consultants what we did we tied up with some of the good schools over there and i did and i and lala business school so we did the hackathon along with them to and post few of the pain points that we had in our organization once those pain points were uh, laid we set up some cross functional teams some of them 
were sponsors from our organization who were mentoring some of these uh, school kids so that you know there is a joint participation from both ends so we made them the sponsors they started uh, mentoring or explaining the problem statement or the process in greater detail from where these guys uh, started picking up okay laying down the complete workflow and then ensuring that we come up with some ideas which were in line with the discuss strategy that we were trying to lay out if this was the first step that we had taken we dark in 2017 and we found that it worked uh, well for us uh, people at both the sides uh, from the organization side as well as um, the b school participation the schools and the colleges that had participated they also got motivated and then they also started contributing towards it because uh, most of the time what happens is when we when we start to do certain things we have got certain fixed ideas because we have been executing that specific work in my own style so wanted to bring in an outer perspective who would visualize uh, come up with fresh ideas come up with uh, they have got their innovation labs within the school they will come up with a new way of working which is pretty much digital in nature and they will start challenging us so these sponsors or these mentors from our organization had to uh, work with this uh, folks and then had to come up with the overall solution uh, for their specific uh, areas of work this way we were enabled to engage most of the key stakeholders from our organization because engagement is one critical thing because most of the times it happens as if you know the strategy is owned by the leadership player and uh, we, we don't have to pay much attention okay fine once the strategy is laid we have to just execute that is what the mindset is whereas we saw that unless there is an active participation from the middle management as well as uh, the teams the operating teams it is not going to be effective which is where this whole uh, hackathon and this whole engagement when uh, you know some of uh, the school guys had actually opened up fresh ideas and you know the, the complete teams within the organization started feeling engaged with them and it started uh, having said that i would still say that there is a lot of scope because a lot many ideas have come up lot many workflows were identified but not all of them were digitized towards the end of it uh, there is still scope to do certain things now when we talk about uh, culture yes as we said it is or living organism and it's also fluid so when you're trying to yeah. kind of transform it or fundamentally yeah. reset it do you have to do kind of a there is there a a, a a way to rip and replace it because if you try to change it incrementally do you think yeah. we have the risk for it to have a relapse so you're right that's a, that's a very valid point that you have made so uh, that is where we, uh, as you said that we had once we had coined this term okay fine we are setting up for a digital journey now so people who are welcome to participate so the first approach was to uh coach them the first approach was to ensure that we include them 
to the max possible later on as and when we felt that there was a bit of resistance so what we did we started uh, you know mentioning one of the kpis and their job descriptions to adopt to the digital strategy and whatever work they do within the organization and people who were not falling in line we had to take uh, you know some consultation from our human resource teams and at least the leaders were not falling in line we had to take the tougher approach and uh, we took a different stand towards that so now when you are saying that you were able to uh, go in a certain way is that a norm is that what your recommendation is see one is that on the ground you had a certain experience but just doing it once may not help uh, some other company suppose you went as a consultant to another company and you saw that there are some yeah. issues how would you yeah. have handled it yeah so that's uh, a very tricky question in fact so uh, as a consultant if you ask me when i go and find out so, so first and foremost is to identify the key stakeholders uh, uh leaders of things within the organization people who are receptive enough to uh, grab it and then take it forward forward having said that i mean one size fits all is not going to be the norm okay there are different uh, aspects to it for us it worked well the way we wanted to do it by imbibing it into the kpis and ensuring that people who are not falling in line they were moved into some other roles and then you know we formed the like minded team and we were trying those changes for the initiatives that we had find but and there are other aspects also either you bring in some external uh, people who would try these transformation you create a cross functional team either within the organization or hire it from some different industry you have already done that even that works well in my opinion so when you are looking at a possibility of shifting the mindset of a lot of people right now yeah. you may yeah. see an opportunity because you may have a vested interest because you're take you you, you are you're kind of leading the charge in your own way or maybe another organizational stakeholder might be trying to do so but the people who you are yeah. trying to embrace the change they may not just jump on the bandwagon readily so yeah as you go about doing this is there a way because culture is something which has got a lot of moving parts and you're trying to have people shift even their yeah. mindset their thinking their approach to doing things their habits right and and anyone yeah. including a child all the way to an adult you need to incent them or you have to show them the reason why there should be a belief system that should kick in for them to even for them to actively support you versus saying yes i'm going to support you but show passive resistance so what what have you found are the right type of incentives which would motivate all possible constituents to embrace changes that are required to build a conducive culture so let me uh, try and answer this in two parts so one was obviously once we had uh formed those teams and when we started working with our uh company folks we identified that okay fine some of them were quite receptive and the reason for being receptive was 
they could see that you know some of the initiatives that we were taking in terms of iot in terms of rpa that was actually reducing their work to a greater extent and it was also adding value to the end customer which is where they felt that okay fine now i can go back with a new idea to my client and i can propose certain solutions to them which in turn will help me increase my share of business with the client or with the wallet size so so that way a portion of uh, the teams who were you know generally into the customer facing or owning certain pnls they could see the value and they were quickly adopting to that the other aspect wherein we felt that you know the people who were more uh, working towards the internal part of it uh, working with the internal stakeholders uh, we found that there was a you know a bit of resistance i would say because there was nothing for them and they were saying that okay fine uh, you, I, i would rather do it fast when i do it manually rather than you ask me to uh, adopt a basic system or a platform which would build in the change to that then we started identifying them that okay fine if you if you are able to adopt to this change you will actually get identified uh, to some extent it worked and despite doing that identification we found that some of them were not uh, really keen and those were like Uh, having severe change management issues to which we have put them into different roles altogether that doesn't that doesn't affect our uh, digital transformation journey when you are looking at your organization and you are you may have started that journey at some point so yeah where you are today you may be better off but i'm sure you would have your knees bruised and uh, had some challenges and some pitfalls that you may have not watched out for when may have been burnt in in that that process you may or may not have happened uh, had that situation but for people who are on this journey and they are listening to this and they could prevent a million dollar mistakes or prevent unnecessary bruising what would be your recommendation for them what should they watch out for so couple of uh, points that i would like to make that you know there is a strong perception from all the stakeholders that digital transformation will happen overnight that's that's a myth i would say it's a journey some um, probably at times it's a multi year journey that requires significant investment and perseverance so it cannot happen that okay fine we have adopted this journey now from tomorrow onwards my you know uh the, the benefits that are going to be derived it will it will happen it will definitely not then once you're taking this journey there is a new way of working that you are adopting to so the sops and other things have to be really looked upon and you need to add uh specific people with specific skill sets who are quite perceptive and quite fast in adapting to that change i might have uh, you know few people who are quite good with the manual way of working but if you put them into this digital way of working they they, they might not be adapting to it very fast so that's the people aspect of it then again there is a perception that you know the leaders from the technology industry are the technical leaders okay and not the pnl leaders so this is again a myth 
and last but not the least we uh, were finding it a bit difficult in uh, hiring and retaining those uh, talents who who would you know expedite the whole piece so for that my recommendation would be to create an ecosystem have uh, some funding in some startups who are ready to work with you uh, because it's going to be a win win for both because at times what happens is once you hire the talent it's difficult to retain them because by the time uh, they understand the whole process and they are quite quick and specifically the gen y they would keep on switching soon as possible so we had worked with a couple of uh, startups and we created an ecosystem which uh, worked well for us and you know it's a sustainable model is what i feel because uh, till now we see that you know it is yielding results for us so now when we are looking at the way culture is supposed to shift and there is one thing to say um you building a culture to just become conducive for digital but there is also velocity at which the change is coming our way would you say that that velocity of change or the pace at which the business wants to move has something to do with the kind of culture you have to develop or is that better off kept separate so that no matter what the velocity is if the conduce the culture is conducive then it will take on any and all challenges so uh, coming from a traditional organization and that to from a logistics world you know uh, we have been observing that you know it is growing by leaps and bounds and the digital aspect of it is you know multifold over here in this industry so having said that uh, it has to go hand in hand with the business so the speed that or the velocity that the business teams are expecting i think the digital teams also have to align with that there are no two thoughts about it i mean if if you are not then you are left out in this race and we have seen that some of the uh, new age startups within india so they have been able to challenge us far better because they they are young they are agile they have got right mindset they have got the right skill sets within the organization and they are quite receptive to change so we we have seen that the, the I, i could name a few of the organizations so like rebico which started this whole revolution of the trucking industry and the relay mode of transportation then there is a black box some of these companies they they have have transformed it and uh for that matter i always have a very high opinion about the way amazon transforms the whole uh, way of work i mean they would ensure that you start using the platform uh, and then th- they make you used to it so much that you cannot uh, do away with that at any given point in time so yes i would say that it has to go hand in hand otherwise you will be left out in the race Let's take a quick break listeners we'll be right back and when we come back let's talk about the different ways you can create a feedback mechanism as you go about making changes because one is there is a feedback mechanism you need for ongoing whatever you try because this there could be newer ideas you may be trying but is that working or not working and subsequent to that once we feel we have reached a certain optimum point for our culture 
what kind of a feedback mechanism we can continue to institute in the organization so that the governance is enabled governance of the culture the the intended level of maturity of the culture and and conduciveness of the culture is maintained or for all of that we need to know how everything is going during the journey of building a conducive culture as well as after that so how do you make this all happen we'll explore that please stay tuned listeners we'll be right back Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Patient-centered care requires a connected enterprise. Are you ready? If you're looking to scale your healthcare IT efforts, visit Redmain.com forward slash health today. Whether it's to connect data from multiple partner solutions or developing software for unique needs, Redmain can help. To find out how Redmain can help your company deliver on the patient-centered care promise, visit redmain.com forward slash health or call 773-693-3919. Visit today. Your growing business needs a highly productive workforce, effectively communicating and collaborating without exposing corporate data to cyber attacks. Are you looking to balance security and workforce productivity? Move beyond short-term measures and securely scale your business with BlackBerry Enterprise Mobility Management Solutions. To learn more, please visit blackberry.com forward slash enterprise. Predict your company's future by creating it. Is your workforce able to connect, exchange ideas, and share brilliance simply and securely? Create tomorrow, today. Empower your people to innovate anytime and anywhere with secured BlackBerry Enterprise mobility management and document sharing solutions. To learn more, visit blackberry.com forward slash enterprise. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to CTN, CIO Talk Network, with Sunjo Gall. To learn more about our program, please visit CIOTalkNetwork.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, listeners. So, we were talking about the feedback, and feedback is critical at both levels. One is when you are going through the journey of building a conducive culture for digital. And once you have come to a certain level of maturity and say, yes, this is the type of culture I would like to sustain within a company, then how do you maintain those feedback conduits, if you will, and then use that feedback effectively to make sure that you sustain a culture to the desired level? So, given where you have been in your journey, uh, Sagat, as well as you may have spoken to many of your peers at different levels, some people may have even reached a level of maturity that they want to, and now they're trying to sustain it. What have they recommended, and what do you recommend as the right type of feedback mechanism? 
shop. So, Sanjay, first I will uh, cover what we have done differently. And uh, later on, I will I would like to indicate what my peers or my colleagues in some other organization, ex-colleagues who, who have moved on to other organizations, uh, have to say on this aspect. So for us, in terms of a feedback mechanism, so first and foremost, we had created a forum and a platform to cover. We had released some apps to give us a feedback on some of the initiatives that we had laid out. So first and foremost, we had rated the initiatives within the organization as well. And we used to uh, release it to the teams and we used to say that these are the initiatives that we would be taking in the first quarter, second quarter, third and fourth. So we used to lay the complete foundation over the over one year's time. And then we used to get uh, some feedback uh, based on the apps that were released, the platform that we had created. We had created a knowledge management portal altogether wherein, you know, we had uh, released some of the initiatives and how it is going to benefit. So based on that, we used to continuously, there was a committee which was formed and which was uh, driven by our HR head who used to uh, collate, who, I mean, he had got his team to collate all that uh, feedback and on a weekly and a monthly basis, we used to review that along with the steering committee. So the steering committee used to preside uh, by our CEO, who was the complete sponsor of this digital journey, because we felt that towards the beginning, wherein we were finding some resistance, that it has to be a top-down approach, and the, the leaders have to first believe in themselves that uh, this strategy or the digital transformation or the digital journey is going to work for them. So that's how we were able to do that. And uh, during the reviews, we used to consciously take the feedback which was... Uh, not in favor of the whole journey. We used to find out that, okay, fine, why is this person saying that specific thing is not going to work? And what is the reason behind that? I mean, if you, if you try to shoot down that person, that is just because he has mentioned a comment that it is not going to work. I mean, there will be no feedback that would be coming in in future. So we used to critically analyze the feedback that used to come in from the several sources that we had created within the organization and used to take a, a stock of it on a fortnightly basis or on a monthly basis as appropriate. So that is how we were continuously doing that. And having said that, we, I mean, since I was leading uh, the, the uh, IT organization within, within uh, that company, so what we felt was Continuous engagement and, you know, having the feedback mechanism in place is one part of it. But we used to conduct continuous roadshows also that, okay, fine, we started this journey. These are some of the ideas. These are some of the things that came up as a feedback. And this is where we are currently. So that, you know, people are continuously engaged in this whole piece. And uh, we see significant results coming in. And the moment... They are engaged. You see that the results are coming in uh, thoroughly. So this is what we had done within our organization. While my peers, they have followed a different approach. Some of them uh, were using the knowledge management portal, which we had shared, saying that, okay, this is one approach that we had taken within our organization. But some of them, they had done some gamification kind of things saying that, okay, fine, these teams, so they had created competition within the organization uh, between the groups, and, you know, some of them 
used to rate the groups based on the uh, ideas that were being formed up and being executed. So these are possible ways wherein we were able to do it within our organization and some of it that uh, my peers have suggested. So now when you are talking about uh, you know, these other companies that you also are, are referring to, whether in terms of the feedback mechanism, how did that work out? Was that an accurate or a more effective way of actually getting real-time truth about where we are going? Are, are The feedback would still come from humans, right? It's not a bot who's going to yes. tell you. So are they able to get honest feedback versus a lot of people trying to either please or trying to play safe so they say yeah yeah whatever you're doing is fine but they may have passive yeah. resistance or they are not changing so how, how do you see through yeah. cut through all that confusion or, or masking and see the real get the real feedback out of that so as I said that in uh, some of the uh, cases so we used to critically analyze the feedback that was more negative uh, to this whole journey, and we used to, you know, critically think, do certain workshops with the teams within the organization and find out who, I mean, not by naming people, but to find out what exactly is, a, why is this feedback coming so negatively? And you have rightly mentioned that uh, most of the times, you know, people would try to please. So we used to make it out based on the statistics or based on the numbers that used to come up okay, fine, some of them are genuine and some of them have just said it for the sake of it. But having said that, we used to critically analyze some of these things and we used to identify, okay, fine, this is what it is and uh, there is a scope which we need to tweak or there is a point that has come up which we need to critically analyze and used to then go back and uh, present it to the steering committee and then uh, see what, what exactly their views were on this and okay fine drop this initiative drop this idea as uh, they also genuinely feel that you know it is not going to add much value so this is how we were able to move through and then you are looking at the changes that are happening do you feel that there is a bearing of the changes which will continue to happen on the culture do you think we should combine the two. I know I asked a similar question, but that was different uh, in the sense where we are talking about the the ecosystem. One is your business changing. That's one. So should a culture change based on the business needs? Is should it be having that flavor that okay, business changes, then I change my culture? Or and in this case, I'm talking about the very landscape. You know, the macro environment. Would you would you think? that once built a conducive culture, whatever you come up with would work. Do you think if you had created a conducive culture pre-digital era, but a conducive culture which is progressive, etc., that would have sustained and would have created good amount of value, or rather it would have been still optimum for the digital era as well? Uh, so Nick, to be honest, uh, uh, with this whole piece, I mean, the pre-digital era, uh, the conducive culture was not having the speed that is required for the adaptability of the business changes that are happening. So, you know, it is, I mean, everything is as of yesterday because the uh, disruptors in the market, 
are actually doing the way yeah. you know like everything you you tell that okay fine these are the things this is what a new way of working is they will go they will propose it to the client the client accepts it and they go ahead and execute that within no time with large organizations there is a problem that okay fine there will be too many why is that will be asked okay fine why why do we need to do this who is asking for this why don't we do that so it goes hand in hand i i would again say that but uh, you know if if business requires a change and it is moving with the speed and we are uh, able to realize the right revenues uh, once once we adopt to that automatically the team start to fall in line as one way of looking at it the other aspect is obviously if people are not falling in line you move them into different roles and then uh, uh, get the like minded guys who would be adopting to that and would be moving moving ahead at the speed with which the business is expecting so let's talk about the very leaders themselves right and we have to look at one is yeah the people who are going to adopt it or embrace it they are the ones who have to uh some are come up to speed or step up but there is also something to be said about the very top level leaders who are leading the charge to bring this these changes what retooling or resets in their own mindsets and what their own capability improvement needs to be brought about before they can say oh i'm qualified to lead such changes or or to lead such resets and rebuilding of the conducive culture because not everyone because they are senior and have got 20 years experience under their belt are naturally qualified to think about building a, a conducive culture for digital yeah so that's a very valid question in fact you know because uh, when we have started this journey i mean some of the leaders were claiming that they would be able to drive the change and they believe in the change but we felt that there was a need to train some of them reskill some of them and ensure that you know there is a broader picture from the strategic point of view that has been uh, told to them and for that what we had done we had conducted a uh, lot of workshop with some uh, top notch big schools in india and we felt that okay fine what is the overall digital framework how does it work what is the, what are the several case studies that some of the organizations like uh, zaras or the likes of uh, amazon which keeps coming time and again walmart g so we went through those case studies we did a lot of brainstorming we found out that okay fine some of them were coming up to speed and some of them were you know receptive enough to adapt to that whole journey so my my strong recommendation would be as soon as we lay down this foundation there is a need to retrain or do an orientation maybe probably over a year you can conduct it every quarter with some of uh, the good these schools or some of the uh, schools which who are training some of these organizations for this digital change so that way we were able to get in a lot of buy in we do believe that you know not everyone will be able to understand okay fine digital is a new way of working that's a, that's a uh, buzzword that they would like to say and it's a one liner when you say a new way of working there is 
an element of people aspect there is an element of a process aspect and later on that would be the technology aspect so if these two things are not falling in line then you know the technology would only be a, a, a showpiece for everyone so that's how we had done this very successfully it worked within our organization and we had ensured that you know some of uh, the senior management team members became the sponsors for some of these initiatives so this all started with laying down the foundation and then doing a bit of brainstorming with our ceo and then coming up with this idea so this has worked well for us and i hope that uh, you know if someone uh, would like to adopt this i i think it is it's going to work but there has to be continuous uh, feedback mechanism we were also working with some of our uh, board members who had uh, done similar things within their organizations the likes of enforces uh, the likes of pcs we had taken their views also and they used to share some of these uh, digital workshops for for one or two hours after after our uh, you know session used to get over with our uh, professor who used to teach us about how to take up this journey and what where are we and where do we need to move towards so so that's how so, so once you hear it from the horse's mouth and you get to hear it from you know uh, guys who have led this in the past and who have been able to tell okay these are the pitfalls you need to take care of and be uh rest assured that this is going to work and this is the framework that we have laid so this is how it worked well for us and so if we lose a leader we don't uh, we are not left high and dry and the culture has a relapse and i thank you for sharing how an organization can build a conducive culture for digital yeah my pleasure sanju thank you listeners please like us on facebook search for ctn cio talk network and be sure to follow us on twitter and linkedin thank you again for listening to this segment okay. on cio talk network this is sanjog all your talk show host till next week take care and god bless thank you for tuning in to ctn cio talk network with your host sanjog all To learn more about our program or for show archives, comments or questions, please visit ciotalknetwork.com. Thank you again for listening.